Hello everyone, welcome back to Let's Talk Health with Mary. How is everyone doing this week? This week has been another crazy one. What's new? I think if I come on the podcast and say that I've not had a crazy week, you guys should be worried because that is constantly, I'm constantly busy just now and you know, I like it, I do enjoy it. But I hope you guys have had a really great week, hope you guys have had a productive week and that you have been looking after your health, doing some exercise and having a good, happy week. So today I'm going to be talking about probiotics and this is an interesting one. It's definitely one that has a lot of information around it and I think a lot of the general population know what probiotics are or have heard of probiotics and maybe think that they're a good idea. So today I'm going to demystify any myths you might have heard about probiotics, any type of misinformation. I'm going to show you a probiotic that's really great to take. I'm going to tell you the reasons why to take a probiotic, why you should be taking a probiotic or why you should consider it. And also I'm going to mention prebiotics as well, just to give you a nice, quick, really well-researched understanding of what probiotics are. And probiotics are really incredibly important. There are. So let me let me tell you the definition of probiotics because I think it's really important that we understand what probiotics are before we go into why we should take them. So probiotics are live microorganisms that are usually given or taken to improve microbial balance, most commonly in the gastrointestinal tract, but there is also other microbial areas of the body that really rely upon good bacteria like probiotics like vaginal health for an example of that. Probiotics consist of different type of yeast or lactic acid bacteria and are usually taken as dietary supplements and or in foods. So some of the probiotic strains that consist of there's many and the names are very hard to pronounce but I'm going to try anyway. You probably have heard of lactobacillus. That one is a lactic acid bacteria that is quite common and is really well researched and if you take a probiotic you're probably going to be taking a probiotic with lactobacillus in there but that's one of the main ones and there's also bifobacterium which are a type of species as well and also saccharomyces Bularity, <laughs> and that's the yeast bacteria. But this is there's so many different probiotic strains, and there's so many different types in probiotic supplements. And really, all you need to know is that they are live bacteria that help out your gut and also other areas of your body with that good and bad bacteria balance, which is really important. So when we have that balance in our bodies off off balance where the bad bacteria overtakes the good bacteria we can start to have problems like infections and diseases and all these types of things and we really want in our gut specifically but also everywhere else in the body that balance of good to bad bacteria quite stable all the time but that's it's very dependent on lots of different things genetics plays a role in this and also the foods we eat the lifestyle that we leave 
we leave, the lifestyle that we live, stress, water intake, all the steps and stuff. So it's really impacted by a lot of different things, but that is the main role of probiotics. So different sources of probiotics, they're usually taken in dietary supplements when referred to as probiotics anyway, or in foods such as yogurt. So this is particularly kefir yogurt. You've probably heard me talk about this before on the podcast, but there's lots of different yogurts and most yogurts have live bacterial strains in there because that's how it's created. But particularly kefir yogurt, which is a really old way of fermenting yogurt that produces more live bacteria. So if you're going to want to be getting your probiotics from yogurt, I would recommend getting kefir yogurt. You get it from Sainsbury's and all over the place. It's actually very readily available, which is quite interesting. We've also got kimchi, kombucha, miso and other fermented food products. So mainly probiotics come from fermented food products. So just like these ones as well, we've also got tempeh. Tempeh is a fermented soybean and it's in that block. It's not tofu, it's slightly less processed than tofu and these foods have high amounts of probiotics in them. So if you don't really want to take supplements or if you're not really a supplement type of person, then getting probiotic sources like this are really important for your health. But both is also very good as well, you know, a probiotic supplement and probiotic rich foods. There are lots of other benefits associated with probiotic rich foods and fermented foods so you can definitely consider doing that because it's it's great I mean I've not really I've never tried kombucha and I've wanted to but there's something about it that freaks me out slightly um, and you might find some of that like sauerkraut and stuff like that they're quite interesting tastes and if you're not really like you don't really like stuff like that you know you don't have to go crazy there's definitely other things that you can do and that, that one of those ways is definitely a probiotic supplement So what changes occur in the microbiome following the oral intake of probiotics? And this essentially is what is going on inside of your body when you take a probiotic. And then we're going to look at this and see how this will benefit us in our health. So probiotics have been shown to have several beneficial changes in the gastrointestinal tract, such as lowering the intestinal pH of the gut. So a little bit of explanation on this. We have a acidic alkaline balance within the body, which is obviously pH, that is really important that it's a specific pH or we are more susceptible to getting diseases and that good bacterial balance that I was talking about. So it's really important to have a nice, slightly alkaline pH in the body and when it becomes too acidic we can see problems with our health, we can see problems with increased chronic diseases, we can see all these different types of issues and it's really important to have a nice really well balanced pH in your body, specifically your gut. So we've also got decreasing colonization by invasion of pathogens, so preventing disease through external pathogens, the probiotics help with that, and modifying the immune response. So the immune response, of course, is our ability to fight off disease and look after our bodies, keep it well. The immune response is incredibly important, we all know that, and probiotics help with that too. They've also been shown that probiotics can help with vaccination, um, 
the improvement of a vaccination and it's quite interesting as well but that's not really what I'm going to be going into very much in this podcast but another study that I was looking at as well suggested that probiotic mechanisms are shown to be anti-cancerous and anti-mutagenic and this is through binging binging (laughs) I'm doing too much my dissertation (laughs) binding inhibition and degradation of mutagens via probiotic intake so this again is decreasing pathogens and other disease promoting compounds prevention and conversion of toxic and highly reactive carcinogens which probiotics have been shown to do as well so decreasing your risk of cancer and also possibly managing your risk of cancer managing your risk managing it when you do have cancer and then again that probiotics lower the ph and increase the immune response through the release of anti-inflammatory molecules and that's another thing with probiotics is that it decreases inflammation and we want to aim for decreasing inflammation i've talked about this before on the podcast you guys all know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about inflammation but inflammation is one of the main causes of chronic diseases and inflammation in the body is definitely not something that you want to have a lot of anyway chronic excessive inflammation obviously the the first initial inflammation when you cut yourself things like that we definitely need that but chronic inflammation is not good for our bodies and it causes disease and probiotics have been shown to help combat this. So that is what really happens, the mechanisms that occur in your gut particularly, but also in your body as a whole, following the intake of probiotics. So as we can see, there, there you know, there's a lot of benefits from just taking a probiotic. It's incredible the benefits. And whether this is just because it's been so extensively studied is maybe to be questioned because probiotics have had a excessive amount of research dedicated to it which is fantastic but there is so many benefits and I would really highly recommend that you take a probiotic and I'll tell you why you should be taking one in a more health benefit way so one study that I was looking at by Kekiga et al in 2013 shown that an increase in intestinal health so gastrointestinal health and If you don't already know the benefits of a healthy gut, it is endless. For one of them that you might hear often is that 90% of our serotonin lives within our gut and is produced within our gut. And if you don't know what serotonin is, serotonin is a hormone that is released in the brain and it is happy hormone. And um, it's also very associated with depression and anxiety. So a decrease in this serotonin can really mess with your mental health in a very, very, very simplistic and informal way. And having improved gut health is really shown to benefit that. And especially people with depression and anxiety and these type of clinical conditions have been found to actually have decreased gut health. So there is a link there and if you're wanting to improve your mental health, one way in which you can contribute to that is by looking after your gut health. And one way that you can look after your gut health is by taking a probiotic and also eating a nice varied diet, but for the purpose of this we'd say taking a probiotic. Again, the enhancement of the immune response and if we've learned nothing from COVID, we've learned that 
our immune systems need to be working efficiently, need to be working properly and they need to be thriving. And if we've not learned that from COVID, I don't know what we will learn. Um, you know, if you're nice and healthy and you look after yourself, COVID isn't as much of a worry. Of course, that doesn't always come true. But still, it's very, very helpful. And even from just getting small illnesses, little colds, or even big illnesses, your immune system is always there fighting. So, of course, we are exposed to tens of thousands of bacteria a day, every single day, we're exposed to so many different strains of bacteria, so many different pathogens and all these different types of things that can and have the potential to cause some sort of cold infection, disease. We have all these issues that we come across every single day and the only thing that is stopping us from getting ill every day is our immune system and the way our immune systems fight against these invading bacteria that is foreign to the body and if we don't have a functioning immune system we're more susceptible to colds to flus to covid to all these other different types of infections and we don't we don't need that we don't need to be very susceptible to different infections because we are very capable of fighting them off with a healthy immune system so that's one of the benefits from just taking a probiotic supplement every day Another one is the reduction of serum cholesterol. So this, if you haven't heard of cholesterol, it's very involved in heart diseases and the health of your heart, your arteries, all these types of things. And we are, well, our number one killer today is through cardiovascular diseases, diseases of the heart, and cholesterol plays quite a big role in that statistic and if we can do anything to lower our cholesterol I would highly recommend that you do it especially if you eat lots of meat especially if you drink especially if you don't eat very many vegetables or you are very 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 non-plant-based diet (laughs) anyway and you're or you're unactive I would recommend just taking a probiotic supplement to try and smooth things over slightly of course it would be better if you ate a healthier diet or, you know, all these types of things, but whatever is manageable to you, and I'm sure taking a probiotic is manageable. There's also evidence to suggest that it decreases allergies in early life. So if you take, if the mother takes probiotic through her breast milk or also through probiotic-rich foods, for the baby but it's also been shown to decrease hay fever in people that, that suffer with hay fever so taking a probiotic might just help alleviate some hay fever symptoms for the spring and uh, summertime come on up everyone get on your probiotic to try and prevent hay fever from taking over your life i know i get the only thing i'm allergic to that i know of is um pollen so and i definitely do not have fun with hay fever it's not that bad but it's definitely not fun so hopefully the probiotics that I take will help me with that this year. So we've also got research that it decreases lactose intolerance symptoms so bloating, diarrhea, all these type of gastrointestinal symptoms it's shown to decrease that which is really great and it's also shown probiotic intake has also been shown to prevent and manage cancer and you know that's an incredible finding and I'm actually doing a presentation on this at uni the management of 
cancer through probiotics and it's absolutely fascinating so get on your probiotics if I haven't convinced you already um but another thing that I want to talk to you about is prebiotics and I don't know you might not have heard of prebiotics prebiotics are less commonly talked about than probiotics and I'm not really sure why that is why prebiotics are left out of the equation so prebiotics are essentially um, improve the availability of probiotics and they are like the food source for probiotics so they're really important for the functioning of probiotics and to actually receive these benefits from taking probiotics or from taking probiotic rich foods so prebiotics have been shown to increase weight loss because it makes you feel fuller for longer it's also been shown in cancer prevention and it's also been shown in immunomodulation which is again your immune system and also the enhanced mineral bioavailability with along with all these many other benefits but these are the ones that I wanted to share with you from this specific study that they did in 2015 and it also increases the survival rate of probiotics so when taking prebiotics and probiotics together it actually increases the survival rate of probiotics to get to your gut because of course it has to go from your mouth all the way down your body into your gut and sometimes micronutrients can be um, destroyed during that process and sometimes it can be quite hard for you to actually receive the nutrients from what you're eating and one thing is you know you might be eating lots of different foods iron is a really good example of this where iron the mineral iron is a very small amount of iron is absorbed from iron rich foods that you eat so you can have like a nice big bowl of kale and a very small proportion of that iron that you eat from the kale that's available in the kale will actually reach your body and will actually be absorbed in your body so we need to try and increase this bioavailability of nutrients so that we can actually absorb the nutrients and get the best out of them and probiotics and prebiotics together seem to have that benefit so prebiotics i would say is less commonly a supplement it definitely is a supplement you can get your hands on a prebiotic supplement you can probably get your hands on a prebiotic and a probiotic supplement these are called symbiotics when they are both consumed together but there is lots of different really available food sources of prebiotics namely garlic, onion, leeks, bananas and asparagus and there's quite a few others as well but the allium family so onion, leeks, garlic are really rich in prebiotics and if you have a diet rich in these foods and also take a probiotic supplement that will really help with that and maybe if you are really suffering with gastrointestinal issues of course speak to your doctor, speak to your nutritionist, to your dietitian. don't take this as gospel but you can take a probiotic and a prebiotic together but that is a really fantastic way to do it and personally I think that the prebiotic foods like garlic and onions and leeks are really easy to get into your diet in comparison to the probiotic foods and probiotic foods they are good but definitely not for me anyway I don't love the taste of certain probiotic foods all the time and it takes a little bit more for me to eat those foods over prebiotic foods you know I have garlic onion and leeks every day and that is like amazing I love I love that type of food but 
when it comes to the probiotics I'm a bit less you know there for it (laughs) but it's totally up to you and whatever you choose to do with that but I would really really recommend that you take a probiotic supplement eat these foods rich in prebiotics and reap the benefits of probiotics and prebiotics together and of course prebiotics foods are also rich in a vast variety of other nutrients as well so instead of taking the prebiotic supplement um, you can take the actual food sources and receive lots of other nutrients as well it's quite similar thing goes for the probiotic foods as well the probiotic rich foods have lots of other nutrients in there as well so getting them in too but I would say if you want quite strong probiotic I would take a supplement I mean there's a probiotic that I take that I'm going to tell you about as well which is a really great one it's called mega 8 biotics I'll put a link to it but this is a high strain probiotic and again please speak to your doctor or your nutritionist or whatever whoever you talk to before you take something like this because I do not know the impact that it might have on you or take it at your own risk if you're not going to speak to someone about it but I take this probiotic and I absolutely love it it's the only probiotic I've ever taken that I've actually seen a difference with and it is fantastic probiotic but please check with your doctor before you do that as it is a high strain probiotic which shouldn't cause you any problems but just to be safe I would check with your doctor but I will put the link in, the link in there anyway so that you can talk to them about that or that you can just have a look at it or if you want to go for it um, that's on you just go for it if you would like to but again at your own risk but I would really recommend even not taking a supplement you could really go and have quite a lot of probiotic foods in your diet and prebiotic foods in your diet and that would be massively helpful as well to get these benefits that I've been talking about for this podcast but personally it's much easier for me to take a probiotic than rely on probiotic foods all the time because they are not the most commonly consumed thing in Scotland and definitely it's definitely not necessarily my favourite foods but you might feel totally differently about that. Go and try them. Go and try tempeh, miso, kimchi, kefir. Go and give them a try and see what you like. I'd probably say the kefir yogurt was the easiest to eat, but obviously I am vegan now, so I don't have that anymore. But it's absolutely fantastic source of probiotics, yogurt. So if you are not vegan or you you know have a normal diet, I would really recommend getting some yogurt in your diet, particularly kefir, if that is possible. Or you could even get you know, some normal yogurt and mix in some kefir and I think that would probably make it taste a little bit better. Kefir doesn't taste bad, it just tastes a little bit more flavoursome and it's more runny. So, but give it a try. Give the probiotic foods a try, have a look at the supplement, talk to your doctor about it and give it a go and try and see these benefits. I mean, there's so many benefits to this. You know, you can go on and on for a long, long time but the a lot of people suffer from gastrointestinal issues without even knowing it and taking a probiotic can really improve your overall well-being without you know even thinking much about it so I really hope you like this podcast I really hope that anything you thought about probiotics before cleared it cleared any of that up for you and helped you make a good informed decision about whether or not to take a probiotic or whether or not to start eating more probiotic and prebiotic rich foods 
but I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. It's a nice informal one. I've not done an informal one in a couple of weeks and I, I really like these as well. I'll put all the references that I talked about in this podcast in the description if you'd like to read more because they are extensive and you can learn so much from studies and research on probiotics uh, but I'll put them all in there so you can go have a look at them and yeah I really hope you enjoyed this podcast and I will speak to you all next week thank you guys so much for listening and sharing and liking please give me a message on something that you want me to talk about and share with anyone and everyone who you think might want to know about probiotics, prebiotics or whether or not they should take one. So thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you all next week.